0: morning and welcome to Crescent Church this morning. Whether you're a visitor uh, joining with us for the first time or whether you've been with us through um, this the 17th of our online services then I'd like to make you especially welcome. This morning we're continuing our series in Matthew on the Sermon on the Mount and we're looking forward to what David Russell has to share with us later on looking at the topic of treasure and anxiety. We're going to start our service off straight away by singing um, a song that we love called there is a hope the words tell us of not a hope that is earthly not a hope that is fleeting but a certain hope that we have in um, what christ has done for us and in uh, finally making it to our our future home in heaven so let's sing together the words of there is a hope We have in christ let's bring our time this morning together to god in prayer let's pray our heavenly father we thank you for the hope that we have in you a sure and steadfast hope a hope that gives us strength for every passing day lord we thank you that you are the one that whispers courage to us you are the one that fills us with unspeakable joy You are the one that will lead us home. Lord, we pray that we would rely solely on you for our hope, that earthly desires would not rule our lives, but that the desire to serve our risen Saviour would. Lord, we give you thanks that we can still meet as a church family virtually each week despite the isolation that this pandemic has caused. We ask that you would be the comfort to those who are lonely, the strength to those who are feeling weak, and the light to the path. For those who are lost. We pray particularly for those in charge of steering us out of the various lockdown measures and ask that you would guide them as they seek to do so safely. We ask for wisdom for our church elders as they too look ahead to a time when we can all meet together in the church building again safely. Our prayer is that you would lead them in the decisions they make about that return. We want to bring the members of our congregation before you who are struggling at this time, whether it's due to the loss of a loved one or they're facing illness, those who are waiting for or recovering from surgery, those who are struggling with job loss or struggling with balancing parenting and a full-time job in these challenging circumstances. We ask that you would undertake for them. We pray that the King of Kings and Lord of Lords would be their comfort, their strength and their portion in whatever they are going through. We pray too for those around us as we are called to be light in darkness we ask that through us you would shine into the lives of those we come into contact with that you would be glorified through our actions as we seek to live lives that honor you as we continue our series on the sermon on the mount this morning we ask that you would help us to learn and understand what it is to be a christian in the culture that we live in we ask that you would empower us to act in a way that is counter-cultural. Lord, please speak through your servant, David, and give us open ears and open hearts to what he has to say to us. All these things we ask in the name of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's now that part of the service that is mainly for the kids, but I know so many of us enjoy. Sharon Johnson is going to read us the kids' story entitled, A Little Girl and the Pride General. And then Amy Cullen is going to lead us in the actions to the song, Hey, Jesus Loves Me.
1: A Little Servant Girl and the Proud General from Second Kings chapter 5. Naaman was a very important man in a very important army of a very important country. You see, he was very, 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 important. But Naaman was sick. He had leprosy, which is a a nasty thing that stops you from feeling anything. Bits of you fall off without you noticing, like bashed fingers and squished toes. It might sound funny, but it wasn't. And Naaman certainly wasn't laughing. There was no cure. It never went away. And in the end, It killed you. Naaman needed help. Now there was a little slave girl who worked for Naaman and she knew someone who could help him. But there was a problem. Naaman was her enemy. Not long before, Naaman had led an army raid on her home in Israel. He had killed her whole family, carried her off to Syria and made her into his slave. Every night she cried herself to sleep. She had lost everything. So why would she, of all people, want to help Naaman? Didn't she hate him and want to want to hurt him back? Didn't she want to make him pay for the wrong he had done? That's what you would expect. But instead of hating him, she loved him. Instead of hurting him back, She forgave him. I want Naaman to get well, she said to her mistress. And there's a man in Israel called Elisha who can help him. Well, well, I'll go, said Naaman, loading up his wagons and putting on his flashing armour. But I will go to the palace because that's where someone important like me gets healed. So he hurried off to Israel and went straight to the king. My healing, please, he announced. Well, I can do lots of things, the king replied, but only God can heal. And just then a message from Elisha arrived. Send Naaman here, it read. So Naaman hurried off to Elisha's house. But Elisha didn't even come out and greet him. He just sent a servant instead. "Hmm. Doesn't Elisha realise who I am? Naaman thought. But what the servant said next made him even crosser. Wash in there, he said. (laughs) Just wash? (laughs) Naaman laughed. In that Slimy, stinky river. <laughs> he looked around to see if this was some kind of joke, but it wasn't. Any person can wash in a river, he thought. I and I'm Naaman. I'm important. I should do something important for God to heal me. And he rode off in a rage. Of course. You and I both know that's not how God does things. All Naaman needed was nothing. And that was the one thing Naaman didn't have. You see, God knew that Naaman was even sicker on the inside than he was on the outside. Naaman was proud. He thought he didn't need God. His heart didn't work properly. It couldn't feel anything You see, Naaman had leprosy of his heart. God was not only going to heal Naaman's skin, he was going to heal his pride. Naaman finally agreed to wash in the river and instantly his skin became smooth like a baby. Naaman wanted to pay Elisha, God healed you. You can't pay, Elisha said. It's free. And so it was that a very sick man was healed. All because because of a little servant girl who forgave him. God knew sin was like leprosy. It stopped his children's hearts from working properly and in the end, it would kill them. Years later... God was going to send another servant to forgive, just as she did. To forgive all of God's children and heal the terrible sickness in their hearts. Their hearts were broken, but God can mend broken hearts.
2: 지경이서 Wish we could un-
0: Thank you, Sharon, and thank you, Amy, for leading us in both the kid's song and story this morning. What wonderful truths are found in both of those. We're now going to sing together the words of Be Still My Soul, words that remind us of how we should put our trust in God through all the the difficulties of life, all the things that make us anxious, we can fully rely on him. So let's sing Be Still My Soul. Thank you once again to our musicians who have worked so hard in the background to bring us the hymns and songs as they have done for so many weeks that allow us to praise God. We're going to have our reading this morning um, and Scott Robinson is going to read Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 34 and after that David Russell is going to speak to us on treasure and anxiety.
3: Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 34. Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble.